नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो फाइव चैप्टर वन एंड टेक्स्ट नंबर वन चैप्टर वन द एक्टिविटीज ऑफ महाराज प्रियाव्रथा दिस चैप्टर डिस्क्राइब्स हाउ किंग प्रियाव्रथा एंजॉयड रॉयल ऑप्यूलेंस एंड मैजेस्टी एंड देन रिटर्न टू फुल नॉलेज किंग प्रियाव्रथा was attached king priyavrata was detached from worldly opulence and then he became attached to his kingdom but finally he again became detached from material enjoyment and thus achieved liberation when king parikshit heard about this he was struck with wonder but he was somewhat bewildered as to how a devotee with no attachment for material enjoyment could later become attached to it thus in astonishment he questioned shukadev goswami about this in response to the king's enquiries shukadev goswami said that devotional service being transcendental cannot be deviated by any material influences Priyavrata had received transcendental knowledge from the instructions of Narada and therefore he did not want to enter a materialistic life of enjoyment in a kingdom he accepted the kingdom however at the request of such superior demigods as Lord Brahma and Lord Indra the king of heaven everything is under the control of the supreme personality of godhead the supreme controller and everyone must work accordingly just as a bull is controlled by a rope tied to its nose so all conditioned souls are forced to work under the spells of the modes of nature a civilized man therefore works according to the institution of varna and ashrama even in materialistic life however no one is free to act everyone is compelled to act to accept a certain type of body offered by the supreme lord and thus be allotted different grades of happiness and distress therefore even if one artificially leaves home and goes to the forest he again becomes attached to materialistic life family life is compared to a fortress for practicing sense control when the senses are controlled one may live either at home or in the forest there is no difference when maharaj priyavrata following the instruction of lord brahma accepted the royal throne his father manu left home for the forest maharaj priyavrata then married bharismathi the daughter of vishvakarma in the womb of bharismathi he begot 10 sons named agnidhara agnidra idva idmajihwa yagnabahu 
ಮಹಾವೀರ ಹಿರಣ್ಯರೇಥ ಘೃತಪೃಷ್ಠ ಸವನ ಮೇಧಾತಿಥಿ ವೀತಿಹೋತ್ರ ಅಂಕವಿ ಹಿ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಬಿಗಾಟ್ ಒನ್ ಡಾಟರ್ ಹೂಸ್ ನೇಮ್ ವಾಸ್ ಊರ್ಜಸ್ವಥಿ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರತ ಲಿವ್ಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಹಿಸ್ ವೈಫ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲಿ ಫಾರ್ ಮೆನಿ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಯರ್ಸ್ ದ ಇಂಪ್ರೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ರಿಮ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರತಸ್ ಚಾರಿಯಟ್ ವೀಲ್ಸ್ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಟೆಡ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಓಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಐಲೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಟೆನ್ ಸನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರಥಾ ತ್ರೀ ಸನ್ಸ್ ನೇಮ್ಡ್ ಕವಿ ಮಹಾವೀರ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸವನ ಅಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟೆಡ್ ಸನ್ಯಾಸ್ ದ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಆರ್ಡರ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ರಿಮೇನಿಂಗ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಸನ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕೇಮ್ ದ ರೂಲರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಐಲೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರತ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಹ್ಯಾಡ್ ಅ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ವೈಫ್ ಇನ್ ಹೂಮ್ ಹಿ ಬಿಗಾಟ್ ತ್ರೀ ಸನ್ಸ್ ನೇಮ್ಡ್ ಉತ್ತಮ ರೈವತ ಅಂಡ್ ಥಾಮಸ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದೆಮ್ ವರ್ ಎಲಿವೇಟೆಡ್ ಟು ದ ಪೋಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಮನು ಶುಕದೇವ್ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ದಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಡ್ ಹೌ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರತ ಅಚೀವ್ಡ್ ಲಿಬರೇಷನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ರಾಜೋವಾಚ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರತ ಭಾಗವತ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರತೋ ಭಾಗವತ ಆತ್ಮಾಚ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರತೋ ಭಾಗವತ ಆತ್ಮಾರಾಮ ಕಥಂ ಮುನೆ ಗೃಹೇರಮತಾಯನ್ಮೂಲ ಕರ್ಮಬಂಧ ಪರಾಭವ ರಾಜ ಉಚ ಕಿಂ ಪರೀಕ್ಷಿತ್ ಸೆಡ್ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರತ ಕಿಂ ಪ್ರಿಯವ್ರತ ಭಾಗವತ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಡಿವೋಟಿ ಆತ್ಮ ಆರಾಮ who takes pleasure in self realization katham why mune oh great sage grihe at home aramatha enjoyed yat moolaha having which as the root cause karmabandha the bondage of fruitive activities parabhavaha the defeat of one's human mission translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhakti vedanta swami shrila prabhupada king parikshit inquired from shukadev goswami o great sage why did king priyavrata who was a great self realized devotee of the lord remain in household life which is the root cause of the bondage of karma fruitive activities and and which defeats the mission of human life purport by shrila prabhupada 
In the fourth canto, Srila Shukadev Goswami explains that Narada Muni perfectly instructed King Priyavrata about the mission of human life. The mission of human life is to realize one's self and then gradually to go back home, back to Godhead. Since Narada Muni instructed the king fully on this subject, why did he again enter household life, which is the main cause of material bondage? Maharaj Parikshit was greatly astonished that King Priyavrata remained in household life, especially since he was not only a self-realized soul, but also a first-class devotee of the Lord. A devotee actually has no attraction for household life. But surprisingly, King Priyavrata enjoyed household life very much. One may argue, why is it wrong to enjoy household life? The reply is that in household life, one becomes bound by the results of fruitive activities. The essence of household life is sense enjoyment. And as long as one engrosses his mind, in working hard for sense enjoyment, one becomes bound by the reactions of fruitive activities. This ignorance of self-realization is the greatest defeat in human life. The human form of life is especially meant for getting out of the bondage of fruitive activities. But as long as one is forgetful of his life's mission and acts like an ordinary animal, eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. He must continue his conditioned life of material existence. Such a life is called Swarupa Vismriti, forgetfulness of one's real constitutional position. Therefore, in Vedic civilization, <coughs> one is trained in the very beginning of life as a brahmachari. A brahmachari must execute austerities and refrain from sex indulgence. Therefore, if one is completely trained in the principles of brahmacharya, he generally does not enter household life. He is then called an Aishtika brahmachari, which indicates total celibacy. King Parikshit was thus astonished that the great king Priyavrata, although trained in the principles of Aishtika brahmacharya, entered household life. The words Bhagavata, Atma, Ramaha are very significant in this verse. If one is self-satisfied, as is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is called Bhagavata, Atma, Ramaha. There are different types of satisfaction. Karmis are satisfied in their fruitive activities. Jnanis are satisfied to merge into the effulgence of Brahman and devotees are satisfied to engage in the Lord's service. The Lord is self-satisfied because he is fully opulent and one who is satisfied by serving him is called Bhagavata Atma Ramaha. Manushyanam Sahasreshu Out of many thousands of persons, one may endeavor for liberation. And of many thousands of persons attempting to become liberated, 
One may achieve liberation from the anxieties of material existence and become full and become self-satisfied. Even that satisfaction, however, is not the ultimate satisfaction. The jnanis and the karmis have desires, as do the yogis, but devotees have no desires. Satisfaction in the service of the Lord is called akama, freedom from desire. And this is the ultimate satisfaction. Therefore, Maharaj Parikshit inquired, how could one who was fully satisfied on the highest platform be satisfied with family life? The word parabhavaha in this verse is also significant. When one is satisfied in family life, he is doomed because he must already have forgotten his relationship with the Lord. Prahlad Maharaj describes how the activities of family life implicate one more and more. Atmapatam grhamandakupam Household life is like a dark well. If one falls into this well, his spiritual death is assured. How Priyavrata Maharaj remained a liberated Paramahamsa even within family life is described in the next verse. Thus ends the Bhakti Vedanta purport. So we will be reading fifth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam. And today we are beginning with the first verse, which is spoken by Parikshit Maharaj, Raja Uvacha. Priyavrato Bhagavata Atma Rama Kathamune. This actually begins from the statement made by Narada, um, uh, sorry, made by Shukadev Goswami in the towards the end of the fourth canto, where he makes a reference to uh, Priyavrata, who was a great king, and Priyavrata was actually enlightened by Narada Muni himself in transcendental knowledge. And he was fully enlightened. And then he entered Grihastha life. That's what Shukadev Goswami mentioned. So Parikshit Maharaj is uh, astonished to hear that. So here he is saying, Priyavratha, he is a Bhagavata a great devotee of the Lord. And he is Atmaramaha. He is Atmaramaha. Very nice translation by Srila Prabhupada. Who takes pleasure in self-realization. So, he is great devotee. He takes pleasure in self-realization. Atmaramaha. Katham mune. So, how such a spirit, such a great devotee and Atma Rama, Katham mune, why did he? Grihe Aramatha. Why did he enter Grihastha Ashrama and Aramatha? And he seemed to be enjoying Grihastha life. Grihe Aramatha. Katham. Why? Why are we asking this question? Because this grihe yatmulaha karma bandaha parabhavaha. This 
household life is going to entangle one. Karma bandha and parabhavaha. Parabhava means defeat. So here what is defeated? Here Prabhupada has nicely explained that here parabhava, defeat means it defeats the human mission. So uh, Parikshit's question is that Priyavrata was a Bhagavata, he was a Atma Ramaha, he was a great devotee, he was taking pleasure in self-realization. But why did he enter Grihastha Ashrama and Aramate Griha Gruhe Aramate Aramatha? Why did he enter Grihastha Ashram life and seem to be enjoying? Because Grihastha Ashrama is Karma Bandaha. It entangles one in uh, fruitive activities and Parabhava. It defeats human mission of human life. So King Parikshit inquired from Shukadeva Goswami, O great sage Mune, why did King Priyavrata Katham Mune, who was a great self-realized devotee of the Lord Bhagavata, remain in household life, Grihe Aramatha, which is the root cause, Yat Mulaha, of the bondage of karma, karma bandaha, fruitive activities, and which defeats the mission of human life, Parabhavaha. It's a very wonderful chapter, a very wonderful Leela of a great devotee, Priyavratha, who was Atma Ramaha, self-realized, who took pleasure in self-realization, and Gruhe Aramatha, he entered household life, and Karma Bandha Parabhavaha, which actually destroys uh, the human mission of life. <clears throat> so hence it was very perplexing. Actually, Srimad Bhagavatam is a very exalted literature. In the first canto of the Bhagavatam, uh, it is said, Tadidam grahayama, grahayamasa sutam atmavatam varam sarva vedeti hasanam saram saram samudhritha sarva veda itihasanam saram saram samudhritha tadidam grahayamasa What Vyasadeva did was tadidam grahayamasa he made him accept grahayam asa. Made whom accept? Sutam, his own son, Shukadeva Goswami. Vyasa's son was Shukadeva. And he made him accept. Tadidam grahayam asa, sutam. And who is suta? his suta, Shukadeva Goswami? Atmavatam varam. He is Atmavatam. He is fully self-realized. And Atmavatam Varam. And even among self-realized people, he is foremost. So that's how Shukadeva Goswami is described in the first canto. 
he was not only self realized he was the foremost sutam atmavatam varam to him he made him accept tadidam grahayamasa why is it because this is sarva veda itihasanam saram saram samudrutha grahayamasa samudrutha means to carefully select he carefully selected the essence saram saram it is repeated here to bring an emphasis sarva veda itihasanam saram saram samudrutha sutam atmavatam varam grahayamasa he made him accept so shrimad bhagavatam takes examples of various devotees and these devotees lives are a demonstration of sarva veda itihasanam saram saram the vedic literatures present a very profound philosophical message and it can be misunderstood and hence it requires further elaboration and further examples of devotees who practiced and demonstrated these exalted philosophical principles and it is natural any body of knowledge there will be basic knowledge there is little more advanced knowledge and even more advanced and the most advanced knowledge and that happens like say for instance let's take mathematics let's take bangalore city bangalore city and mathematics in bangalore city mathematics is being taught in the city if you go to a primary school mathematics is being taught there but primary mathematics elementary mathematics if you go to high schools mathematics is being taught there but more advanced if you go to college even more advanced mathematics and maybe if you go to indian institute of science department of mathematics very advanced mathematics is being taught central college mathematics department very advanced mathematics will be taught so in the city in a society mathematics knowledge may be taught but here and there very advanced knowledge of mathematics will be taught in the same way in the entire history of humanity vedic knowledge was being taught but here and there there were there was very advanced aspects of vedic knowledge was being taught now let's come back to the bangalore and mathematics example why is it that only in some places advanced mathematics knowledge is being taught because very very competent students and very very competent teachers are there in a primary school also mathematics is being taught but the students are also very simple elementary students 
and the teachers are also just appropriate to teach them elementary mathematics. And if you take the count of number of elementary students, number of elementary teachers, number of elementary schools, that will be far higher. More or less we can say Bangalore is full of elementary mathematics knowledge. Here and there, little advanced knowledge, high schools are. And very advanced, very less. In the same way, in human society, by and large, elementary Vedic knowledge is what is being taught and learnt and practiced. And in Vedic, in human history, here and there, there are examples of very advanced Vedic knowledge being taught and being learnt and being practiced. They are rare. What Srimad Bhagavatam does is, Saram, Saram, Sarva Veda Itihasanam Samudrutha. Picking up all such examples and assembling them. That is what Srimad Bhagavatam is. It picks up examples of great devotees who are exhibiting very elevated aspects of Vedic knowledge and how those, their life is a representation, is a presentation of these advanced Vedic concepts. All of them are assembled together and presented as Srimad Bhagavatam. So Priyavrata Maharaj is also such an example. And that is why here it is described, Parikshit Maharaj is saying, I have heard that he is a Bhagavata. He is a Atmaramaha. He is a devotee. And he is Atmaramaha. Who, because generally people take pleasure in what? In sense gratification. And that's considered to be animal life. According to Vedic standards, in Vedic civilization, analysis of human society is based on the standard of happiness one pursues. Because ultimately we are all driven by pleasure. What attracts us, what engages us, what delights us. And that is a function of our consciousness. What is the level of consciousness we are in? And according to the level of consciousness, different kinds of engagement and activities delight us. And from Vedic perspective, at the very low levels of consciousness, which is very similar to animal life, at that stage, animals seek pleasure in certain things, human beings also seek pleasure in the same things when human beings are of that level. See, such a wonderful analysis. In our life, we all want to achieve something. What shall we achieve? When you go by this principle, because we all, everyone, achievement is something very exciting. 
We all want to achieve something. But what shall we achieve? Generally the material world presents. Because especially in Kali Yuga, there is so much ignorance. How you can, people are mostly at the lowest level of consciousness. Engagement in sense gratification like animals. So, achievement is regarded as somebody who can magnify and amplify enjoyment like animals. That's what is presented. Somebody who is very rich, who can enjoy a lot of sense gratification, has got nice dress, nice car, nice power, nice fame. Oh, he's a great man. Man of great accomplishment. That's how one is regarded. But in Vedic perspective, Srila Prabhupada teaches us to see from a Vedic perspective. This is not considered all that exalted. One who takes pleasure in self-realization, that is very, very elevated. And then in the Vedic culture, there are different grades of self-realization. And then there is the highest level of self-realization and that is Bhagavatam, Bhagavata, to become a pure devotee. So, uh, <clears throat> our aspiration to accomplish, achieve something must be, not that I become a Better or even a better, best animal I will become. What's the big thing? It looks so stupid, isn't it? Actually, Srila Prabhupada has given us everything. He has taught us how to think. Otherwise, we will not even know how to think. What to pursue also, we won't know. That's the nature of ignorance. Srila Prabhupada kindly informs us what, what we should, what is valuable, what is worthy. So, this is what Bhagavatam points out. What is the highest thing? <clears throat> in fact, you see how in the conversation between Hiranyakashipu and Prahalat, this topic comes up. Hiranyakashipu asks his son, my dear son, what have you learnt in the Gurukul school? What is the highest thing you have learnt? What have they taught you? What is the highest pursuit? Because you are my son. I am the king, I am the emperor and you are my, the prince. And I have accomplished so many things. I want you also to accomplish big things. I hope in the Gurukul they have taught you. So this is the conversation. Right? Achievement, accomplishment, highest thing. Look how powerful I am. And Prahalad replies, Tat sadhu manye asuravarya dehina. He says, yes, what is considered very great? Sadhu manye. What is considered to be great accomplishment? Tat sadhu manye asuravarya. Oh, Greatest of the demons. I mean, Asura means that's a family. They are a dynasty. So you can call him Asuravarya. 
देहिना सदा समुद्विग्न धियाम असदगृहात दीस लिविंग एंटिटीज हु आर असदगृहात धियाम असदगृहात दे हैव एम्ब्रेस्ड असत टेम्पररी थिंग्स एंड सदा समुद्विग्न धियाम एंड देयर माइंड देयर इंटेलिजेंस देयर कॉन्शियसनेस सदा समुद्विग्नमया धियाम दे आर कॉन्स्टेंटली ट्रबल they constantly in anxiety so this is the situation hitvaatma paatam grahamanda koopam hitva aatma paatam grahamanda koopam this is household life household life is hitvaatma paatam aatma paatam you see all these are related words here aatma ramaha one who takes pleasure in self realization atmapatham atmapatham griham household life is described in the bhagavatam prahlad maharaj is saying is atmapatham atmapatham means where self realization is terminated that's why parabhavah karma bandha parabhavah so priyavratha who was atmaramaha why did he enter the atmapatam griham what a astonishing thing this is and he was very enlightened by narada muni himself so hitvatmapatam griham andakupam vanam gato yad harimashrayeta so prahlad this is another example here and there in bangalore city very advanced mathematics discussion is going on we should capture that if you are interested in advanced mathematics in the same way here and there in the vedic in the history of humanity very advanced level discussion is going on for example between hiranyakashipu and prahlad hiranyakashipu asked what's the highest thing you have learned my dear son and there also prahlad had learned from narada muni the highest thing vanam gato yad harimashrayeta hari ashraya that is the highest thing tat sadu manye that is what i consider hari ashraya is i was what i consider the highest thing so you see how vyasadeva has gathered all these important concepts important conversations between very exalted people that has happened and assembled them together in the form of shrimad bhagavatam that is why it is called sarva veda itihasanam saram saram samudrutam these are not simple eulogies or exaggerations of the text it's actually the truth and that is why prabhupada is pointing out here how the mission human mission look at this this concept that human life has a mission we must have a mission in our life i was reading one first psychologist australian psychologist he says his analysis is that this world is very terrible place everybody's life is miserable and so you should be preoccupied you must be 
there must be something very exalted in your life that you are pursuing. That's what gives meaning to your life. Otherwise, what is life? Life is miserable. So he says, when you get up in the morning, that exalted thing that you are pursuing in life should be the foremost thing that comes to your mind. And that energizes you. Wow, let me get up and do the work. Right? See how people are looking for something very exalted. And Krishna consciousness gives, tells us, Vedic culture tells us that the most exalted thing in human life that we should all be doing is the mission of human life is self-realization, awakening our own, our relationship with the Lord. That should be the dominant thing in our life. When we wake up in the morning, that should come to our mind. Oh, one more day I'm getting to fulfill my mission, to take my steps, some steps forward towards my human mission. And all other things we do is actually meant for that. Imagine a life, somebody wakes up in the morning and first thing comes to his mind is Lord of money. How I can become powerful. How substandard isn't it that is? Srila Prabhupada has given us a very, very lofty, very sublime, very noble, very exalted goal to pursue. Love of Krishna. We are all related to Krishna. And that's why here Prabhupada has used this word, Swarupa Vismruti. Our situation now is Swarupa Vismruti. Our own Swarupa, what is our true nature? We are Vismruti, Vismrutha about it. Our own true nature, we have become Vismrutha. So, we have to become Atmaramaha. Atmarama is to understand our self-realization and find pleasure in it. Now there's another important thing. Spiritual life is not just some, you know, get up in the morning, you want to sleep and you want to enjoy. There's somebody, temple commander, counting, waking you up. Oh, what to do? I have to come. No, that's not spiritual life. Spiritual life means the alarm goes off and you jump out of the bed, run, rush to the bathroom. I want to come to Mangalarati. Taking pleasure in self-realization. Not thinking self-realization is such a boring drudgery. What to do? I have got into it. Then we are not experiencing spiritual pleasure. We are not experiencing self-realization. It's not like that Atma Ramaha. It is to begin, actually, that is why Srila Prabhupada says, we have to come to that situation. We can't be in this, being, you know, somebody, somebody, he'll question me, so I have to come here. How long we will go on that way? And spiritual life is not like that. That is what Krishna promises, that is what Srila Prabhupada is offering in Krishna consciousness. We will discover, we will begin to appreciate, we will begin to experience that spiritual pleasure. Yes, it is so nice. Actually, it is a fact to come in the morning, stand in front of the beautiful deities and our beautiful devotees wonderfully singing 
samsara dhava wonderful it's such a life isn't it such a beautiful life but actually we don't realize see the words samsara dhava nalalidha loka actually it should remind us of our life recently i had gone to some place we were getting some award i'll just take few minutes and close this <clears throat> we were getting a big award for akshay patra so i had gone and then they had to, to receive the award they had put us up in a big hotel and you know when you go to your hotel you close the door there is some instruction in case of fire all right usually sometimes we read sometimes we don't read so i it was in the afternoon at about 4 o'clock i just landed there and and had a bath and freshened up and suddenly there was a fire alarm and you can imagine i didn't know what to do i didn't know what all i should grab laptop this one mobile phone whether i'm dressed properly <laughs> i can go out like this some or whatever it's fire alarm so i grabbed the room key left the computer everything you know because that's what instruction says leave all your things rush look for an exit and then i came rushing rushing and i saw other people also coming out of their rooms and then everyone rushed to the lift actually it says right when there is a fire don't use the lift the lift was not functioning so we then we realized and then looked at another exit door he started walking down some sixth floor i was in as we were coming down everybody is joining the staircase everyone is running 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 and the fire alarm is going becoming louder and louder as we came to the ground floor the restaurant chef everybody they were all having all the chef they also joined everyone is rushing and the doors are open they are saying assemble here assemble here and everyone is assembling on the other side of the road and then we are all looking at the big building we didn't know what to do and then afterwards somebody came and said that was a fire drill please you can all go back to the room <laughs> but then it was a wonderful thing when we were running down the staircase what was the thing there is fire and at that time you are running right actually the words of the prayer samsara dava tells us material life is like that we can't be relaxed you know when the, when you are going down the stair you see a boutique shop hey let me go and do some shopping quickly here no forget boutique forget restaurant forget food everything run that's the message right that's what acharyas are telling us remember this is material life everywhere there is misery what are you looking for pleasures of this material world so actually it is to remind us and the spiritual master gana ganatvam he has brought thick clouds of mercy because forest fire cannot be put out by human endeavor you require thick clouds of rain rain coming from thick clouds to extinguish so that's what the spiritual master is bringing so it's meant to remind us so it's a wonderful life and we prabhupad wants us to come to actually 
come to the level of experiencing that, to take pleasure in self-realization. So that can happen only by the mercy of the spiritual master. We'll stop here. We will see what, how Shukadeva Goswami is going to answer these wonderful questions of Parikshit Maharaj in this chapter. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki, Shila Prabhupada ki jai.